Um, Isa is going to lead us through um, an inner healing exercise. So I hope you really set the atmosphere now to have, be somewhere quiet where you can um, really focus on her words and she's going to lead it all. She is very in tune with the spirit of God. She is so wise and really has studied a lot of those deep wells of God's character and being healthy emotionally. And um, I love that she has pursued that so much for herself. She's gained so much wisdom and she's pursued it to have revelation around leading other people into their own new levels of health and wholeness. Um, for those of you who don't know, why start like soul prosper it comes from the verse that beloved i wish above all things that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers and for myself as a believer for years i remember going and like being like i believe in jesus but i don't really feel like my life got any better and so that led me down like obviously our church at awakened church in san diego has the holy spirit so after that i felt like more revelation come and more freedom come but even over the last few years of really being on that pursuit of like really being whole and healthy in my soul, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Um, but like, I want to, I want, I want people to see me and be like, think of me as like salt and light, right? Like if, if we're not living whole, healthy and fruitful, thriving lives, why would anybody else want to know about Jesus if they don't already know them? And then I believe that if we are going to build each other up and, um, you know, be the kingdom, like we should be the, the healthiest and most fruitful, thriving people on earth. And so that's what Soul Prosper is all about. And so I love that Isa has, has pursued in her own way that health and wholeness for herself. And now like she just, she trusts God and she hears from him. And she is now leading other people into health and wholeness. She started a podcast doing inner healing meditations. Um, you know, you don't want like meditating isn't like just like yoga. It's, um, it's rehearsing a thought over and over in your mind. And so I love that she's taken the word and she's taken the beauty of God's character and she puts it into meditations or inner healing exercises so even if we can't be together we can be getting healthier and whole um just through her leading us there with her words but we're meditating on it so isa are you there let's see i'm here but i can't start my video because it says the host has stopped it okay Okay. There's, your name is on here twice for some reason. Yes, I'm using two different devices. Can you see me? No. I don't know why. Oh, other people can see you. Okay. Can you see me? I can see you. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Try the next, Isa. We can see your video, but not the one you're speaking to. Can you hear me now? 
Oh, I can see you now. I hear you now. Yay. All right, let me mute my other device. Okay, Marissa, that was beautiful. I was sitting here like, oh my gosh, thank you. Um, thank you for having me again. I am so grateful to be here today with you. And I've had like a burden in my spirit this week. So, and I know exactly it was for this moment. I get, um, I don't get anxious for it. I just, I just feel really full, like I'm going to burst. <laughs> so I'm so grateful to be able to share that bursting with you. And it's funny, Melissa, you shared about getting in a fight with Colin last night. And Jim had just said to me, you know what? We haven't had like a really bad fight in a long time. And we had one last night too. Like we came together. It was all good. But I was just laughing when you were sharing that because I'm like, oh man, that demon must have tried to come over here and we all just knocked him out. So thank you for sharing that. It made me feel more human and like, wow, this is something big. And I do believe that God works things out through certain individuals and then those individuals get to impart that. So we don't all have to do all the thousands of hours of work we can come and receive here together. And I thank you, Marissa, for creating the platform. I've gotten so much out of this morning already, especially a break from my children as well. Um, I am a mom of four and I am a wife and I'm a deep thinker and I love people and I love to be in my head and I love to exercise and you know, I'm stepping into my 40s. I just feel like there's so much collective beauty and wisdom from all walks of life that we're in right now that it's, it is an honor to be able to share my little slice. Um, so something that God has been really working out in me currently, huh, there's a lot. So I, I will be referring to my notes a little bit. I'm going to be leading you guys in a meditation for the second half and going into um, a deep guided inner healing. But I wanted to give you some context before I communicate the, uh, the prophetic meditation. The first thing is with meditation, there are two different sort of false beliefs um, around, you know, prophetic meditation. This isn't meditation that um, is emptying and going into a void and not refilling. Um, this is based on the Bible and the word of God and filling yourself completely with him um, and being activated in that. And then the other thing is there is in the past, even some Christian beliefs that were from the very early church called the Gnostic gospels, which we don't believe in. Um, it's, they really believed that you had to go inward um, to reach the divine. And it was not about um, both. And so there's a lot of false beliefs and teachings around that. And so I just want to clear the air. So anybody who might feel uncomfortable or um, unsure of like, okay, well, what's happening because they've been set free of those things already. I just want to put that out there that you, this is a totally safe place. And the only thing that I'm going to be speaking over you is directly from the word of God, nothing else. Um, and God has led me into Colossians lately. And so part of, the thoughts I'm going to be sharing before leading you in is basically around God's preeminence and Colossians one. I haven't been able to get past it for like two weeks and not because I haven't had the time just because it is so rich every single line. And then of course 
I turn on my podcast and I hear Joyce Meyer did a whole teaching series on it. And I was like, yes. So I'm getting it from all angles. God's really been trying to groove it into me um, in my marriage and my parenting, all of it. And feeling like, you know, with all of the atmosphere around us, all the different thoughts coming to our heads, we need to really understand God's true preeminence, that he is superior. He is the all in all. He is the one that we can turn to when politics, people, anything starts to fail us. And so to really actually experience that is going to be a tool that I can teach in this workshop to help you, you know, groove yourself. Um, so there's, there's a lot to it. We're going to, I'm going to give you guys a little test too, that you can go back to. Um, and maybe I'll have Marissa email these out after, so I don't have to um, continue to repeat myself. So don't worry, you'll probably have access to that. Um, so yes, God's preeminence has so much to do with a wellspring, which means bountiful, generous, abundant. It's the origin, the starting point, somewhere you can become refreshed and always go back to. Um, so what is needed right now is that all of us are covered and filled with him. That's it. We need to be covered and filled with him and we need to become grounded and steadfast and how to do that. We, we, we have to keep ourselves on a journey of enhancing our wonder because we get into the mundane. And when we enhance our, our wonder in the midst of like very normal circumstances or very terrifying circumstances, we, we can increase the groundedness. So it's the, it's the joyful seeking. We have to, um, you know, be on the search for God because that's where the delight comes from. It's not in hearing something once and being like, oh, I've read this verse over me. I'm good. It's actually in the journey of going deeper and deeper and bringing things up to the surface in different seasons that you're in. Um, especially when we're surrounded by change because the need to increase in spiritual belief and increase our belief is so intense. It becomes way more intense during transition and change. It's where we have to grasp on to the word that is in us or that we need to go seeking because um, maybe it's not in us, but it's there to be had any moment. Um, and truly science and technology, they do not tell us what life means. They don't. And technology and this is maybe the angst and like not feeling connected as much because of technology, but it can't supply the heart of what we need in our daily experience. And that's something that we crave from God and from people and to not have that ability to access the heart in our daily experience. Um, it can be, really, really heartbreaking. And it can also bring things to surface that we already put down and that we already know that we have been freed from, but it creates a situation where then we get in our head. So we have to put science and technology in the context that they're in and go, nope, God's word is preeminent and all in all. And we have, we can have joy in the simplicity of that. And if we want to get complex with it, we can, but to keep the main thing, the main thing and to really understand that when we want to, when we want more of God, he's there in absolute abundance. I, I love the wealth, like getting into the word wellspring. It's so rich. Um, so I feel like we, all of this as women intuitively know it, 
So maybe not even as I described, but there's a feeling that you're like, huh, yeah, I sort of feel like that. So intuition has to do with the human spirit, but to go beyond that intuition um, is truly to experience um, God awakening our spirit to the realm of him and his reality. So his reality will always trump our reality. And that's why I actually started the prophetic meditations because Marissa had reached out couple other women had reached out and they're like, can you record like something that you did at our last workshop? And I was like, yeah, let me do that. Let's, I'll just put it on a platform where other people can access it so it can be more readily available. And it's only based on what I do to get into the presence of God. So this isn't something that's like, you know, the only way to do it. It's just a way where I keep my wonder up and I keep my imagination up and I, I give it over to God and I let his word and his spirit sort of sink into me a lot deeper. And I declare things just as, you know, Pastor Jurgen has shared, like that I don't feel yet or I don't know yet. So I claim them as mine so I can walk this out. Um, so the first way that we can really discern, and I, if you have a piece of paper or a journal or something, um, you can write it down. If not, just listening to this again will suffice. But we can test our faith very easily of where we're at right now. And you can check our spirits by asking ourselves two questions. So on a scale of one to 10, how high is my desire to vault out, to get out of my present experience and live on a more meaningful level? And it's just a personal assessment. And then the second part is on a scale of one to 10, how high is my willingness to act by faith, to enter actively into practical activities that produce transformation in me. That's on a scale of one to 10. So the first question is on a scale of one to 10, how high is my desire to vault out of my present experience and live on a more meaningful, fulfilling level? And then the second question is on a scale of one to 10, how high is my willingness to act by faith and enter actively into practical activities to produce transformation in me. Okay, so the simple test of our faith can be answered right there. We can actually see like where we're at and like then where we need to be. Jim and I do an activity a lot that has to do um, with this, with our relationship. And it's like, I'm at a 15%. I need someone else to come through that 85%. He's maybe at a 50% or 60%. So together we still have a little gap of like where we want to go together, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. And then we can go out and seek the word and community and, you know, all of that. So with this, this gives you a starting point to your time with God. So you're like, wow, I'm, I'm feeling low right now. And this is maybe at a time when you can't access, you can't, call a friend, they're not picking up or, you know, the podcast isn't working for you. You actually need to connect with the original bountiful source, which is God himself. Um, So as you respond to these questions, remember that change is going to occur as a result of your willingness, not your will, because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So true change occurs as we envision and declare our ideal future knowing that we will move toward what we think about and what we speak about. So when we rest into the willingness and vision by faith, transformation then occurs. So it's like a little recipe. It's all in the Bible. I've just distilled it down. Um, 
So we will, do, by doing these things, by testing very simply, we're going to enter into a dimension of living that's going to surpass our greatest expectations if we dare to pursue them by faith. So there's, um, there's some activities that I have done, and I'm giving you an example because meditation may not work for you, um, <laughs> that, that can launch you into this. And it's, it's the practical side. It's the pairing your desires and where you're currently at with where you want to go. So nine of these activities, and there's a lot more, but just stuff that I have tried. And if you want to know about each one, like you can message me and I will let you know, because going into each one of them may just take too long. Um, singing, ta really tapping into your passion or the passion of the day. Um, displaying enthusiasm, rekindling your sense of wonder and curiosity, considering the invisible, really considering the miraculous things God's doing around you. Uh, truly, every little thing. Um, enhancing your sense of humor, laughing at so many things that are hilarious, but when we're not connected to God, it seems so serious and so hard. Um, asking questions and actually listening to answers, like almost like taking notes and being radically practicing radical listening, um, practicing loving, like what's a loving thing you can do. I love how Melissa talked about, um, you know, doing their joy drop. Like that is so cool. Like that is something where that's loving and it's practicing that. And then defining your purpose in life. Sometimes you just need to go on a little quest to define like, what is my purpose? What has God specifically called me to do that at the end of my life, I am to stand before him and we're going to have a chat about what was I there to do and did I do it? So those are like nine things that I have really delved into to try and, you know, test my faith and act on it and get closer to God with his word. So there's some tools. That's a lot I know, but I wanted to give you an example. So you're like, I don't even know what that means. Um, and before we get into um, what I'm about to lead you through the meditation, I want you to really think about this question as I guide you through. Okay. And this is the question. What messages have you received recently that might be God's wake up call in your life? What messages have you received recently that might be God's wake up call in your life? Many times we receive really gentle nudges um, that are not easily recognizable. So I want you to just quietly consider like recent circumstances, um, recent thoughts, recent feelings and experiences. This isn't a time to open up what happened five years ago or five days ago. I mean, like really recent, the next four, the last 48 hours today, this morning, um, what messages have you received recently that might be God's wake up call in your life? Okay. So that's going to be the question that you are going to go on the journey with and, and meet with God about. Um, so in the word, we read that you will decree a thing and it will be established for you and light will shine on your ways. That's Job twenty two twenty eight. And in Proverbs, we read in the message version, 
Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is gratifying as a good harvest. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. So the principle that's going to be one of the most important here is, um, you know, nothing happens in the kingdom first without a declaration made. And there's a lot of statements that are one degree off of um, truth. Like one is, you know, live like heaven is on earth. Okay. But was the declaration made to bring heaven to earth from the word of God? Um, that's getting like nitty gritty a little bit, but oftentimes we find ourselves pulled into a humanistic view and the philosophies of men mingled with scripture versus the actual word of God in its plainness. So if we're to be aware as believers, as powerful women of God, nothing happens in the kingdom without first a declaration made. So ponder on that. You can on your, in your time, but in Genesis, God really declared and formed our world world with his words. So when God spoke, he actually demonstrated the power of prophetic declaration. That was his first creative act. That was like, that is like, he is so creative and abundant and massive, but he chose to use his words prophetically to declare as his first creative act. So it's, it is an example of one of a million thousand infinity of his preeminence. That simply opening your mouth and bringing the kingdom must come through prophetic declaration. So that's what Jesus died for so that we could have this authority and partner with him, be clothed with him, do this with him in partnership. And so as I, I'm going to take you down two different passages that have to do with trust and understanding. But first, before we begin, I'm going to ask everybody to get into like a really comfortable position. If you can lay down, lay down. If you can sit quietly and, and get your shoulders really relaxed, if that's more comfortable, just wherever you're comfortable. You don't want to fall asleep, but you also, you don't want to be feeling tension in your body unduly. If you're crunching your stomach really tight, take a deep breath and like, let it out. No one's around. And if they are, who cares? Like this is you and God going on a journey. Um, and what I truly believe with prophetic declaration, the world was created with it. Your world is created with it. That out of the, these moments together and out of God's simple, pure, powerful truth, which is over everything, you will be changed. You'll be transformed from the inside out. The miraculous is yours. It's your inheritance. It's, it's here. And it is readily available as we pull it down from heaven together today. So I want you to take five deep breaths. And as you take each breath, I want you to go slowly. And if you need, um, you know, a count like a four or five going in, holding at the top and then breathing out slowly. And I'd like you to just breathe through your nose. So it's not like a loud breath, like you're working out. It's gentle. You just start to notice where you're holding on, where you're gripping and release it. 
in your body first. And as we relax our bodies, I want you to go to the question that I first posed, which was, what message have you received recently that might be God's wake-up call in your life? What's been the gentle nudge that may not be easily recognizable? Okay, so that's in your backpack on this journey. And as you stay nice and relaxed, pay attention to your surroundings and then bring your attention to a pair of feet in front of you in your imagination that God has given you. And you're walking and there's a set of feet in front of you and they're strong feet. And you have the sense that you know exactly where they're going. And on the bottom of your feet, which are bare, you feel dirt and mud and like hard rocks. They're not sharp, they're cool and they're slightly wet. And it looks as though the earth has car carved in its own staircase on this, these hard, wet sort of dirty rocks. And as you begin to look beyond the feet, you notice around you, you're, you're starting to feel damp, like not sweaty, but you're wondering if it's raining. You're wondering if like why your shirt's feeling wet. And you reach out and you can feel moss and leaves and vines as you walk up these rock steps. You're completely supported. So you don't feel like you're gonna slip and you start to smell beautiful fragrance, beautiful floral fragrance. It's also a little bit earthy. And you look over to your left and you start to see the bottom of this beautiful waterfall. It's very gentle. It is not overcoming. It is not like Niagara Falls. It is like water from snow that has been melting and it's just starting to come through in the spring. And that's on your left side. And as you walk up these steps, your legs are now starting to burn. Your, your legs, your, your back's starting to hurt because you have this backpack on that feels a little bit heavy. And you don't really feel like asking for help yet because you can do this and you continue to walk. You're slowing down a little bit. You're getting to the top. Your breath is getting um, harder, heavier, and you, you start to feel like you need a break. But as you come to the top of these steps, you see the most beautiful rock formations. You see this gorgeous still water pool as like so clear. And you look down from the top and you can see where this water is just going down and you're at the top of this very beautiful mountain. But you're next to this water source, this spring right now. And as you look, towards where the feet were right in front of you, you see the most magnificent picnic spread. And it's like from the 1920s, where it's a little tiny wooden table, beautiful tablecloth with jams and cheeses and crackers and meats and wine and champagne and coffee and every course you could imagine. And 
beautiful pillows to sit on. It, it's as if it was intentional, created exactly with the colors you love, the foods you love, the, the temperature you love, and you start to feel that amazing sensation in your body of having gone through a beautiful hike and you're finished and you find relaxation in yourself that wasn't there before and you sit down slightly hungry but really your wonder has increased you can feel the power and the spirit of god as you look to the other side of the table you can see the face of jesus you see his face you, you're so close, you can reach out and touch it. He grabs for your hand and he looks at you. And all you feel in your spirit, everything else goes away except a huge like thank you. And you can feel it. And you feel every moment outside of time and inside of time that ever was. And the joy is overwhelming. Every shred of anxiety, fear, loneliness, does not exist. It's as if you'd never felt it before. It's as if as you're breathing, every part of you has never experienced pain, trial. Every part of you is filled with healing, wealth, prosperity, overcoming uh, the most ecstatic feelings that are straight from heaven are in this moment as you're enjoying the taste and the, the sensation of who God is, his preeminence, his all in all has covered and filled you. In the word we read, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It's Proverbs 3, 5. I walk in a place of quiet confidence for you have given me peace and my mind is not troubled or afraid. Your angels are watching over me. Therefore, no evil or plague comes near me. My mind is stayed on you, and I do not have a spirit of fear. The love planted in my heart evicts all fear. I walk in love, power, and a sound mind. Like a good shepherd watching over his sheep, you are watching over me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. I do not have a spirit of bondage to fear, for I am adopted into your family. You are my Abba Father. You are my helper, and no man has power over me. I dwell in the secret place under the shadow of your wings. I abide in you and you alone, covered by your presence. I do not put my trust in men, nor am I afraid of the terrors of the night or the arrows flying by day. I am wearing the armor of Papa God, which extinguishes the fiery armor of darts of the enemy. Truth girds my loins. I hold the thoughts and the intents of the Lord. I am established in righteousness by the blood of Christ. You hear my every word and your hands are stretched out towards me. The goodness of God laid up for me in Christ Jesus is manifesting in me and I am in perfect peace. Your light, life, and salvation are perfected in me. No weapon formed against me can prosper and all tongues raised up against me are judged by the Lord. I am protected under the shadow of your wings. My heart is in perfect peace for all my thoughts are on you. My heart meditates on you day and night. I trust in you. Every day my life is established in peace and fear is far 
from me. I want you to revisit this question and open your backpack and bring this to Jesus. What messages have you received recently that might be God's wake of call in your life? And I want you to unpack that with God. It doesn't have to all be done here in this moment. You can continue to stay in it. And begin to get in a conversation. You're in the most comfortable, peaceful, protected, shame-free place to have a simple conversation. The most important and powerful thing that we can do is learn to minister to ourselves, which means bringing us to the feet of Jesus by ourselves, so that we can know him through his word and through his blood. This is us acting in faith and learning a skill and a tool that can take us much deeper, much deeper peace that does surpass understanding. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. That's Luke 24, 45. I declare that over you, that the scriptures are un- can be understood by you in a whole new and deeper way. You have called me by name and I answer your call, seeking you at every opportunity. The eyes of my heart are open to see you in the fullness of your glory. The windows of heaven are open to pour out wisdom and revelation into my daily life. You have given me insight into the great mysteries of your word that I might walk in understanding and truth. I desire intimate knowledge of you to see your face. You are flooding my spirit with light and revelation that I can now know and understand and you reveal into me that I might know and understand the true richness of all I have inherited in you. I have been set apart for you. You flood my heart with light and I understand the hope you have called me to. Nothing separates me from your immeasurable and unlimited love. This is the love I walk in, live in, and breathe in. I am seated in heavenly places with you, and you are seated far above all powers and dominions. You have been seated above every name and title. I belong to Papa God by the precious blood and sacrifice Jesus gave, and I partake of his resurrection power a power able to raise me from the dead while I am yet living. Therefore, I have access to heaven's throne, receiving truth and revelation. As I walk in this understanding, my eyes and heart will have true and clear vision, which the world cannot corrupt or dissuade. My heart is open to understand and have revelation of the greatness of your power in me, the same power that raised you from the dead. This same power lives within me, and I am seated in heavenly places with you. I come out of agreement with restriction and religious form and rise up in your authority, power, and dominion. The eyes of my heart are opened, enabling me to walk as you walked, commune with the Father as you did, and to do the works you did. I am a seeker of you, and you apprehend me to fill me overflowing with wisdom and understanding. This is a moment where you can completely radically go into your imagination with God and have these conversations anywhere. You could be in a grocery store parking lot. This tool is so powerful. You can also completely rewrite this tool. Oftentimes I go into nature in my imagination, but oftentimes I have this uh, penthouse suite where I take the high rise, I go up to the elevator to the very top floor and it belongs to me. I own it, Jesus and I together. It's our 
property that we have and it overlooks all the earth. So I have a sunken, you know, hot tub in there and we sit in there drinking cocktails, talking about life. We also, I have a medicine cabinet that has a cure for every single ailment, physical, that could possibly come against anybody. So he can send me there to go, yep, we have healing for that. We're going to get that out and use it. I start to use my imagination and create like I'm a little girl in a playhouse, but as a grown-up. <laughs> so you can do so much with this tool, but I want to leave you with you knowing that the things that are declared over you, the devil can't take. So if you need to reflect back to that, you know, you can listen to the meditations online, but you can create your own with the scriptures. So there you go. I feel like I just lost about 15, 20 pounds. I feel more joyful and more present. That was beautiful. I told y'all. <laughs> like wow wow I'm like I told you <sighs> so beautiful thank you friend thank you all, you all, you. all that you've done mm -hmm. to um take that well for yourself of your um, intimacy with God and with Jesus it's a beautiful thing that it imparts to all of us and it's a gift and a blessing and I so appreciate you so yeah, if you guys want to listen to her, I'm sure she'll send me some stuff that I could share with all of you. Um, but yeah, she has prophetic guided, what is it called? Meditation. Prophetic yep. guided meditation. I have it on Spotify. I'm not sure if it's on Apple. It's on Apple. Um, I'm creating a series right now, so it's cohesive. Um, anyways, a lot of it's about performance and to rest and identity.